Welcome to Raspberry Tea Pod Chat. I'm Claire. I'm Claire. And I'm Jo. <laughs> CCJ. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending where you are in the world and when you're listening to this pod chat. Um, okay, so this one, we wanted to talk about ultimate life goals. And this thought came about, it was our Jo, as she does, who puts these things was and it was really there were two subjects actually that I've combined into one here because one was if you won the lottery what would you do with it and the other one was if you got the confidence money wasn't a not um a, a, what's the word I want what time I don't something told you back if you've got enough money if you've got yeah. limitless amount of money limitless amounts of time what would your life look like if you got the confidence to do it you hold yourself back on anything because she's scared type of thing so I thought we'd just roll the whole thing together and talk about ultimate life goals and this could be one that wanders off in any direction as well I think couldn't it because actually what would life be like if money were no object that's the one you were looking for Claire wasn't it if money were no that's object like, do you actually know because I've never had millions I've never had an awful lot of money so I think in life you kind of make the most of what you've got and when you've been in a situation where you've literally robbed Peter to pay Paul you've you've gone off one credit card to pay another and paying your overdraft and everything else you get to a lifestyle that you're used to and yes you just get by if I'd won the lottery I would end up giving most of it away, I think. <laughs> and actually, it was because at the time that we put these suggestions together, there was a huge, huge rollover on the euro and on the normal lottery. And it, it hit me and I thought, what would I do with it? And I don't know that we'd be that different because I think we're all very giving people, aren't we? And I would make sure that everybody else were absolutely settled. I'd pay people's mortgages off. Not, not everybody's, but my family's mortgages, a couple of my friends, I would make sure that they are financially secure as well. What would it actually do for me? I don't know. I actually don't know. I don't know that I would change a lot. It makes things easier. It makes things a lot easier to have the money that, you know, I, I'm in a position now where I don't even check my bank account every day because I know there's enough money in there to cover what I need to cover. But I should be thinking more about it and more what I'm doing with it. But would millions make a big difference to me? I don't know. Would it change me as a person, do you think? I think I think I think winning a lot having a lot of money, if you've particularly if you've won it, I think can either not change you, can change you massively in a negative way, or can enable you to use it as a tool and I, and, and I think that's the way we've got to look at money. Money is a tool to enable us to do things. Yeah. It doesn't buy us happiness. It gives us more options and more freedom, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yes, you would do things very differently. I think we all would. Because, you know, you have gone through times towards the end of last year where you were still paying a mortgage on a house you'd not lived in forever. And financially although you were absolutely fine financially, the, the concern around the finances because the house still kept getting put off and putting off 
started yeah. to weigh on you and I think yeah. everybody's life at some point even if you have a, a very high paying job or you've got a business and you've got a very high paying income from your own business I think that a lot of people live up to their means yes it's all so relative there are always financial concerns so I think would change things for everybody and I'm like you I've gone okay you know my my nephews and nieces what would I do for them actually I came to the decision that a bit like you I would give them a considerable chunk to pay off mortgage type of thing but I wouldn't make it so they didn't have to work and they didn't have to earn money because I don't think that's a a positive thing to do for somebody necessarily it's not a helpful thing particularly for younger no. people is it They've got giving to learn. somebody security a home that security is very different to saying to somebody you can be a spy up brat now type yeah. of thing yeah. um so i think it would i think the people who say it won't change them it should change it if you win millions it should absolutely should you know if you still want to work go out and work voluntarily and give somebody mm. else your paying job mm. you know what I mean so I've I've thought about it for sure I know exactly what I'd do <laughs> I, I think I would there. still work I, I think I would continue working I wouldn't I, I think I would I mean I would absolutely love to spend more time with the family and and particularly after what happened in 2020 it's just made you realize it even more that that's precious time um, I would continue with Raspberry Flamingo to get it to a point that it could run without me. I'll be running Raspberry Flamingo if you're yeah, you off. That's fine. What about you, Claire? Similar to you guys, I, I think if I won a large amount of money and I'd not earned it, I think it wouldn't change me that much. It would just allow me more choice. I liken it to, I won five grand on the radio a couple of years ago. And that I was remember like, that. Yeah, five grand. Oh, I didn't know that. In 20 pound yeah, notes. Radio Allen, do you want to come and get it now? It was an Easter weekend. It was Good, good Friday. Uh, can you pay wow. for cash? I thought, well, I'll come and get it now. And literally went down to Harlem FM and picked up five grand in 20 pound notes. I've never seen so much money that was mine. And it was not in an envelope, no nothing. I had stuffed it in my pocket and, and, and I drove straight to my mum's. I was like, oh, my God. Um, my niece was there at the time. And I just gave her 20 quid. I said, here, treat yourself to something. And I actually thought, you've got five grand. Is 20 grand a bit tight? 20 quid, not 20 grand. Uh, sorry, yeah. Tw- <laughs> I've, got fi- I've got five grand. Is, 20 pa- is a 20 pound note tight? And I thought, well, no, because she wasn't expecting that. And I've shared mm. it was just like a... A blase thing. What I really liked about it was I went shopping because I did need something like um, a new pair of shoes or trainers or something. Whereas normally, without that money, I would have to think about which ones did I need shoes, did I need trainers, which ones did I want, which colour was I going to have. And I went, I went to uh, Meadowhall, our local shopping centre, and it was so nice to walk in a shop and go, I'll have that one and that one. Which colour do I want? I'll have them both, and I'll have that one. So I didn't have to choose which one I could afford because I'd got the money to afford both. Um, I think if I'd got that all the time, I'd still shop on the basis of what I need. Hello, so, Iris. Hello, Iris. 
Iris is saying, yes, mummy, let's go shopping. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've, I think as well, I think, you know, something that business coaches talk about a lot and certainly one of mine does is something called um, preservation goals. Mm. And they are, you know, what things are you not willing to give up for your business? Your non-negotiables. Yeah. And one of my non-negotiables has always been that I can take Carl and pick him up from the airport when he's on his trips away, which obviously yeah. hasn't happened in the last year. But normally he spends, you know, probably four or five months a year overseas um, on shorter trips and then longer trips and things. And I always, I think, you know, having money gives you more options like that. You mm-hmm. don't need to think about how you're going to earn your money, particularly if you're a business owner. Um, and basically, time is money for a lot of people. Yeah. Whereas I think when you're employed, you can go, oh, do you know what? I'm going to take a few days holiday to do that and still get paid. Yeah. And once you become self-employed or a business owner, that changes massively. And my neighbours said to me the other week, oh, it must be nice to be able to take as much time off as you want. And I just laughed at my went, have you not noticed that the office lights on at eight o'clock at night most nights? Mm. You know, and they're like, oh, we just turn our phones off at quarter five and close laptops down. Um, okay, Claire Froggett may have a, a... I'm going to interrupt this pod chat. <laughs> it's um, some important news breaking. Have you gotten a secret admirer? A Froggett? Secret admirer? got to be a card with them she's just had a massive bouquet of flowers delivered come on tell us you put yourself on mute now take yourself off mute talk to us come on Uh, this is the date of recording though not the date of publication yes this could either be really embarrassing or really good Hmm. very nice regardless a bunch of flowers well they are yes to get some flowers it's a Merry Christmas bunch of flowers. From somebody interesting? From somebody that I'm speaking to on Facebook. Oh! Wow. Who's got your address? Mm, interesting. Well, if you know the name of my business and you Google Well, yeah. Not difficult, is it? No. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, and we were talking about ultimate life goals, weren't we? And then these flowers appeared. Well, I never. Very pretty. Yeah. Okay. They are beautiful. Oh. So, yeah. So, getting back to it, Miss Froggett. Yes, I, where, where was I at when I got when I got this delightful interruption? I'm not I, entirely I, sure, to be honest. We've gone off target a little bit. Off bit. I, don't, I, I just think having, a, having no money worries, as in you've got enough money to cover what you need to cover to live by, or you can treat yourself to whatever's a treat whether you've earned it or won it I think just allows you more choice okay so what car would you both drive if money was no object I would go for a q7 or a q9 or I would go for my Range Rover okay Claire I, I like I really really like Peugeot's three double oh eight, but I also like the um, Range Rover Discoveries, so it'd probably be one of them. Not the new ones. No. Oh, no. Claire. 
Can I tell you? She's falling off her chair laughing. Yeah, yeah. I got the G-Wagon. There's no no two ways about it. No second thoughts. Not a millisecond of consideration. Um, if I could afford the, pet, the petrol or the diesel to go in it, I'm having a G-Wagon. It's as simple as that. And you see, the, 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 then you've you got don't the know question. what a G-Wagon is? What? Have, you shared, have you shared the picture of it before on Facebook? Your dream oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, right, the yes, Mercedes, it's the Mercedes 4x4 that costs the same amount as a small house. Right, OK, got, yeah, I, I now know what that is then. But, but money is no object, so I would have either my Range Rover or my Audi, whichever one I would go for. Why can't I, would, I would also have, though, <laughs> a mini convertible, the Union Jack mini convertible. New, new shape or old shape? Old shape. Yeah, Carl wants an old shape. Old shape, mini convertible. I'd, I'd, have, I'd have like a, a normal everyday car, maybe what you'd class as a, a nice car or a luxury car. I wouldn't have anything silly, but I'd also have a, a brand new VW camper van conversion. Yeah, I can imagine yeah. that. Can you imagine you in that? Yeah. 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 Then yeah. I'd have a, a house that was. So where would your house be? This is more like it. This is more <laughs> like it. Come on. <laughs> house I think I would still I would still live in this area I really like the South Yorkshire area northeast Derbyshire it, it's home to me and that's where I'd base myself I love okay so but in, in what setting yes what, what does setting your house look your like house I, I, I would like something a little bit more rural so probably like village type thing where there's other people around and maybe a little shop or maybe a little pub not totally remote but I'd be more rural than I am now yeah. I'd, I'd want something that was probably on about half to an acre of land and so and have a separate building that would become like the office space because I would still work but I would just choose what I wanted to do I I've always loved the idea of a barn conversion oh. huge Christmas house with panes of glass all down the front, massive Christmas trees um, with the balcony that you can see on the top as you're landing. You just um, want the window cleaners, don't you? <laughs> so you can ogle them. <laughs> Even thought that thought hadn't crossed my mind. Honestly, it hadn't. Um, I too would have outbuildings and I can see them now. They're like the old um, stables, but it's just like the pillars, you know, with just the roof over it, but the carport, the nice carport that you drive into. Um, gravel drive as you drive up to it. Um, I'd have the outbuildings, but I'd also have somewhere where I've got a gym and an indoor pool. Okay. So that's, that's this is seeing more into us and our personalities, isn't it? I yeah. like this. Claire, so far away. Oh, me? Do you know what? I'm absolutely in a really difficult position with this one because I absolutely adore where I live now. I love my house. And you and almost manifest, well, you did manifest I it. I did anyway, manifest didn't you? this house, absolutely, down to the layout, everything about it. I always said I wanted to live in a field. I don't like people. Um, and whilst that is true... And I, I have always just wanted to be able to look out over countryside. I absolutely adore where I live now. I, I love this house. So I'm a little bit tied at the moment. I don't know if, I don't think I would move straight away for sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I think what I would possibly do rather than moving in this country would be buy a second home somewhere overseas. Yeah. Um, 
not sure where, um, because I'd want somewhere short haul. Whilst the long haul places are amazing, I actually think I'd for now, while while Carl would not give up work even if we won twenty million, yeah. he would continue to do his job because he adores what he does. And so I think I'd want somewhere a short hop. Mm-hmm. So that we could, he could come home on a Friday and we'd go and drive to an airport, get on a plane and go for a long weekend type of thing. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Um, but I think a second home somewhere slightly warmer. Somewhere with a, I've always wanted a consistent climate. Mm. I don't know why. I don't like, something in me doesn't like the change of the temperature change. constantly. <clears throat> I just yeah. like to live somewhere with a consistent climate. I think long term... I'd probably move further away um but certainly while Carl was still working I think rather than move house I'd probably buy a second home somewhere that we could just jump on a plane to from a local airport and, and I mean looking back to the times that we could and looking to the future when we can again I yeah. think hop on planes um I'd, I've always said I'm going to end up in America I've always had this thing about America. I don't know why something keeps telling me about America, but I, I'm the same. I wouldn't know because I would love to be in Florida. Absolutely love to be in Florida. Um, I had pretty much the best 10 days, um, you know, on a, a real adventure holiday, if, it, if you don't want to put it that way. Um, but I've also had the best holiday that I've ever, ever, ever had, hands down, um, in Nashville. And that was absolutely awesome for me. But I also don't quite like think, the idea of being on a ranch as well. Don't you think holidays are very different? I, I remember I remember going to New York and going, I want to live here. Yeah. And then when I actually started looking into jobs and stuff like that, I was like, I don't want to live there. <laughs> um, you know, their, their terms and conditions of employment are so way below ours from a point of view of holiday entitlement and hours worked and all yeah. that sort of stuff. And I was just like, no, I'm staying put. Um, then I used to go to Crete every year. I went for about 10 years. And I knew the family who owned the apartments that we used to go to, and they took me all round Crete. And I mm-hmm. saw places that you would never ever see as a tourist. And I did consider going out there to live. But then, again, if money was no option, I didn't have to work, it would be very different. Yeah. But actually, going out there to live now, would I want to? Probably not. Mm. Um, have you actually seen Florida from a non-tourist point of view? No, I, I think that's the point, isn't it? Your your ideals are one way. The logistics and, and the actual theory behind it and doing it are completely different. Um, but America just just keeps pulling me for some reason. Maybe you're going to meet know. an American. Possibly so. Who Maybe knows? the love of your life is going to be American and at some point you'll go over there to live. Yeah, it could be. Mum just keeps saying, whatever happens, just get me settled in this house. And, you know, it's happening. Well, you are yeah. now, aren't you? Yeah, so it's, it's you know, and it's beautiful. And it's, you know, everything that we'd looked for for a long time. Which, yeah. you know, it, 
again that makes you think things differently as well doesn't it because when you are where you want to be when you are happy in yourself that's why I'm thinking would that much money actually change me because I am happy as a person anyway now might not change who we are but I think it will it it would change will change that was a Freudian (laughs) slip wasn't it I think it it would change how you lived your life yeah would think if it changes you as a person, you weren't quite whole before yeah. the money. Yeah. yeah. And there are little things that would change about you as a person because not having worries and constraints and things would automatically release a bit of personality that sometimes was pressed down because of worry or anxiety or whatever mm. um, for all of us. But yeah, I think it shouldn't change who you fundamentally are and your core values that you live your life by. Yeah. So we've done houses, we've done cars. Where would you holiday? Wherever I wanted to. <laughs> where, where would you want to go to? Have you got a bucket list of places? Uh, my, on my list is Australia, New Zealand, Canada, um, Thailand, Far East. Not thought beyond that. Yeah. America, Dubai, Cape Town, where my cousin is, which is an absolute definite. Um, Australia, possibly, but I would love to do a massive, massive cruise. I would absolutely love that. But whether that's going to happen in the next 10 years or not anyway, who knows? Um, It's ever come alive again. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, that's another whole thing, isn't it? What about you? Canada, Laura, my daughter's all, she's got this affinity to Canada. She attracts people and things from Canada. There's something about Canada. So I would definitely want to go over there and investigate with her and and whatever. I suspect she'd probably never come back. Um, I want to do a proper safari, South African safari. Um, Proper, proper one. Um, Not a little short touristy one, a big, big safari. Thailand's probably going to happen anyway because Carl Carl, goes out there eight, ten times a year for work. Um, A a long extended, it seemed the whole country type thing. Um, I would go back to New Zealand regularly to my family in New Zealand um, because it is geographically the most beautiful country there is. Um, I, I wouldn't want to live there, but geographically, it's just beautiful. Um, beautiful, yes. Anyway, <laughs> um, there's lots of little places I want to go to, like Trinidad, Trinidad and Tobago. Tobago yeah. um, that island, I forgot what the real name of it is that they could be um, filmed Death in Paradise on. Oh, I've never seen it. Is. Have you ever watched Death in Paradise? I've watched it, but I've yeah. never even thought. I, about... I want to stay in that shack on that beach. <laughs> I just think that would just be my dream place. Oh, but the um, creepy crawlies. There's, there's lo- yeah, there's loads of places I'd want to go um, and, and see. Lots and lots. I don't know about where I'd want to end up living. I don't know about that. I think I'd need to visit a lot more countries to see where I was going to settle. I think so, you've got the, the means to travel or to see more places and maybe experience them slightly differently. So not necessarily for just for two weeks for a holiday, yeah. but you yeah. could say a month or two if you exactly. want. Exactly. 
you then exactly. might get a better picture. And I, I don't think you can decide on living somewhere until you've been there. Like if I didn't live here, I really like the Northumberland coast. Yeah, and beautiful. And I, I, I love it up there. Yeah. And I can't see me ever living in the south of the UK. I also quite like Scotland and Wales. Yeah. But whether I'd want to live there, I don't know. I'm, I'm with you, actually. If somebody said to me, you're staying within the UK and you can live in the, on the coast, it'd be Northumberland, for sure. Because it's just, it's historic and they're unspoilt beaches. And it's not, whilst there are obviously seaside towns that people go on holiday to, you know, a few minutes walk from them or a couple of minutes drive from them, you've got beaches with nobody on. Mm. And uh, yeah, absolutely. It would be Northumberland for me in this country, even though I have very, very fond memories of Wales from childhood holidays. Um, Isn't it funny how everybody seemed to go to Wales? <laughs> we did. We always we went, went to Wales on holiday. We went to Tenby for two weeks every single summer. Stayed oh. in the same flat every single summer. See, I, yeah. like, I like Anglesey in Wales. Yeah, been to Anglesey. But, yeah, we did Anglesey, Aversock. Looking back at Snowdonia, yeah. stunning. Yeah. yeah. Have you climbed Snowdon? Have I? Yeah. Yes. It's, oh, it's just, it's superb, isn't it? I know we've veered up, but then they're the kinds of things that you'd just be able to take off and just I, do I, what you wanted. I, mean, I, think, I think it goes back right to what we said at the beginning, that I think having financial wealth, whether it's earned or worn, just allows more choice yeah and that can exactly. be your drive where you live how you mm. travel where you travel how long you go for whether you work what kind of work you do who you can help what else you could I'd love to have a property portfolio so that I could provide homes and things for other people that might be in a position where I've been in the past or I'd like to be a sort of a business angel like when people have got ideas about starting things up and they need the money to get going if I'd got the money to help do that, then that might be how I work. I might not do exactly what I do now. But mm. I, I love business and I love the work that I do. So it's it's kind of not like work. If the financial burden wasn't there for me now, I'd still love to do what I do. So what one possession would you buy? What would be your treat to you? Mine would be my Range Rover. No, not, not a car. Any not other car. possession? Yeah. Do you know, I don't actually know. Can it be a house as well? No. No, not no, because we've done them. So we've done, oh, I see, so, we've done them. So we're not, right, okay. Okay. Yeah. So in current living situation, what one thing would I buy? In, in what one possession would you buy, say, this is my treat to me. Not car, not house, but something personal to you, whether it's a pair of Louboutins or whatever it might be, what would be the one thing that you'd buy? God. I actually buy myself a proper diamond ring, a huge diamond ring. Would you dare wear it? Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would. It would be beautiful. It would sit there and everyone would see. I mean, I, I'm like, this is enough for me at the minute. I've got my Shawofsky pen because it's got the crystals in it. We like a bit of bling, that's it. But yeah, I would buy a huge diamond ring. Claire? 
<laughs> to be honest, I don't really know because I kind of buy what I want. <laughs> one I the woman who's got I everything. I know. I think I'd need to raise my aspirations as to what. Well, like, you will, because money's no object. Oh come on! Um, you're living in your barn convert. No, you don't want to barn Yeah, it's you. Yeah. Living in my L-shaped bifold back doors that go into patio heated all that. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Li- I'm living there. You've got your car out front that you want. What would be the? Would it be a different brand of clothes? Would it be a gadget? Would it? What would it be? I, I think it would be a tailor to actually make me um, your shirts, both the, the fabric and cut to fit shirts, jacket or something that I wear. Yeah, I would. I would have the custom made clothing. Nice, nice. And Claire, go on, tell us. Do you know what? I've I've sort of toyed with lots of things in my head, um, from diamond earrings to all sorts of stuff. But the one thing I really dislike doing is buying clothes. So I would have some sort of service where the clothes were selected for me and like not a personal shopper, but um, more like a designer. That's my next business. I want I want Tan France basically to dress me. Is this from your Queer Eye program yeah. that you watch? He was born in Doncaster. He's on Queer Eye. If anybody's not watched it, I want Tan a Tan France. If not, I can't have the real one. I want an equivalent of Tan France. You love it, so, don't you? You love that program. Like like a, a stylist, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Just so I don't have to think about it, I can just go. I'm going there. Can you give me a wardrobe, please? And they're all my colours. They all fit me beautifully. If somebody could take the hassle away from clothes, that'd be marvellous. So really we've, now, we've now got a wardrobe for you. You're in your ideal house. You've got your car. You're happy. You're probably not working. You might do a little bit of work every now and again because if I'm running Raspberry Flamingo, I'll need to see. I don't oversee you. Yeah, that's that's going to need overseeing. Claire is in her ideal house and she's got her tailor and she's got the cards that she wants and she'll still have Iris and I'd probably have two more as well. Oh, I'd have a herd of Irish wolfhounds. I was going to say, is is the dog thing coming into it? I think for me... be a, a, another couple of dogs as well. It, yeah, we'd, we'd probably have a good few spaniels because we'd have enough land for the spaniels just to run on anyway. Um, we'd have mum's little dogs as well to keep her company. I think I'd possibly go back down the horse route as well. Yeah, I can imagine that with you. Um, going back to the, yeah. the real old me, back with the horsey lifestyle as well yeah yeah so beautiful what a beautiful thought whatever we say we would have different lives we would be slightly different people because we could have those lives because we've got those choices but I don't think any of us from a core value point of view would change because I think we're all fairly well-formed human beings who know we are yeah, I don't think I could get much happier either. I've I've I found my inner happiness. All right, money would make things easier, but it wouldn't make me any happier. And, and you'll still find things to worry about. It's all relative, as we said right from the start, isn't it? So you might not worry about money, but you'll find something else to worry about. Yeah, 
on top so of you'll that, always have worries. If you talk to people about who've got a lot of money, money causes them just as many worries mm. as it does for somebody who's not got enough money. So they've, they're different worries. And it's, it's like we've said about being employed and being your own boss. You've still got stressors yeah. when you're your own boss and you're running your own business. They're different because they're yours, but there's still stress involved in business. Mm-hmm. I personally would prefer that personal stress to having an employer impose stress on me yeah. that I don't agree with. Yeah. You know, and I think it would be the same with money. It's, you know, there's an up and a downside to every every single situation you were in in life, isn't it? But it's, like with COVID and everything else, with you, it's how you respond that makes the difference. Yeah, absolutely. Well, should we go and celebrate our uh, millions winnings then? Yeah. <laughs> just, just imagine if this podcast actually manifested something for one of us. Wow! I keep in- entering the uh, set for life, win ten grand a month for life. That would be absolutely brilliant. I mean, Claire's just got a massive bunch of beautiful flowers. Wow. From, a, from an admirer. From an admirer. So, you know, if she can manifest those flowers, we can all manifest our millions. <laughs> and I'll go off and manifest man of my dreams. There we go. <laughs> no, let the universe decide who that is. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Yes. You just be ready and open for it. I'm ready. I'm open. Here you are. <laughs> and on that note, it's time for a room. Tati bye. Bye. bye.